I'm Rory Kerr. And I'm Mark Faye. This is the podcast where two tour guides reflect on 15 years of travel to seven continents and over 120 countries. Each episode, we'll be focusing on a country from both a tour guide and a backpacker's perspective. We are no experts, but our hilarious and often bizarre stories will keep you informed on the do's, the don'ts, and the hidden melons that will surely get you excited for your next big adventure. Hello and welcome back to Don't Miss the Bus. As always, Mark and me will be leading you on an adventure and this week we are headed to Slovenia. Mark, for the listeners, tell us where Slovenia is. Well, we don't want to we don't want to treat the listeners like fools and we need to always be honest with them. This is actually our second recording of this. Uh, Rory has one responsibility to do in the introduction and that responsibility is Knowing something which is imperative, pretty easy to remember, is the name of our podcast. So just to be clear, and what our name is, Rory, in case you make a a, a mistake again in this episode, Don't Miss the Bus is the podcast. Do Not Miss the Bus is our brother's podcast. We don't like our brother, okay? We hate our brother. So now that Mark has sold me under the bus, (laughs) I'm going to drag him down with me. Explain to the listeners where Slovenia is again, Mark. Slovenia is in Europe. Uh, Whereabouts in Europe? Because it's a very small country. It's a small country, which is in a very lovely part of Europe. For the listeners back home, I'll explain where it is. (laughs) If you're in the northern section of Italy, on the east coast, you go to a place like the Dolomites. And then if you head further north... And a little bit further east, you come into the country of Slovenia. It does have a very small coastline, uh, which borders with Italy. And it's got mountains. It's a scenic country. But what is one word, Mark, that summarizes Slovenia for you? Green. Green? Green. Green. You going to explain any more or just, it's just green? I, I... I'm dragging you with me. You are going to be underneath this bus. As long as I don't miss the bus, I'll be happy. Uh, green, Rory. Look, the majority of that country is forest, okay? There's green everywhere. Have you ever seen the movie Chronicles of Narnia? Yep. Yep. Great. That was filmed a lot of that there. It was. There's actually quite a lot of films that are filmed there for that green mountainous landscape. Slovenia is it. They love hiking. They love the outdoors. In fact, fun fact, the very first couple ever to summit Mount Everest was Slovenian. So when I think green, why are you looking at me in that? He's giving me this look the like... The very first couple? Couple. Okay. Couple. Okay. okay. Do, do you want me to slow no, down my no, English? No, I'm happy with that. Okay. I'm just fact-checking here. Yes, I could be wrong. I often am, but I'm certain just about that they were uh, a couple that climbed up. So I would say green. What about you? For me, it's mythical. That is an outstanding word. It's not often that I'm impressed by you. You're impressed by that one. I am so fast. So the capital, Ljubljana. How do you spell Ljubljana, Mark? L-J-U-B-L-J-A-N-A. Wow, I am impressed. Without looking, but to be fair, in my defense, how many times have I been to You've been there a lot of times. I have written, because I, obviously leading, both of us leading tours around Europe and around the world, I'm writing constantly Ljubljana. Yep. Ljubljana. Yep. I'm constantly writing it. So, 
So it's not it, even a question. It, it is the capital, and um, it's surrounded by. There's a mountain or hill in the center of it, and it's got a big castle. It's got dragon bridges. It's got markets. It is a fairy tale city. It is beautiful. Yeah. So that is why I'm going with mythical. Mark, what are some of the things in Slovenia that stand out? You'll see them in the guidebooks, and they're well worth doing. Well, look, Rory. First of all. My first experience in Slovenia was with you. Yep. As it was... Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, let's slow this down. <laughs> Who took us to Slovenia first? Okay, okay. So, Did you know about this country when I took okay. you there? I had never heard of it, I'm going to be honest. So to give you a bit of background, uh, Rory, myself, Chris and Costa, two of our very, very good friends... Uh, welcome back to our live, Costa. Well done, Costa. We had a good chat to you last night. We miss you. Reminiscing. Reminiscing. Um, so Rory, myself, Chris and Costa, we did a, a Croatian sail. So on a sailboat, you know, going a bit of island hopping kind of thing. Or well, not island hopping, but hopping around Croatia. Bit, bit to bit to bit to bit. And we needed somewhere to go next. We needed, because our target was Munich for Oktoberfest. We needed to get there. It was expensive to get there. Trains, a lot of them were booked out. Flights were expensive. Rory happened to find a... Well, we called you Hitler because you were um, a dictator to us. So we had to go where you would I dragged them through Europe and it uh, took them to places that they never would have seen <laughs> and got them moving and doing tours. Uh, and they he had did. a great time. They still talk about this. We, and we I was brandished with the name Hitler. Hitler. Hi, Hitler. Hi, Hitler. So Rory found a cheap flight to this to this odd like capital city named country of Ljubljana. And we were obviously like, is it Ljubljana? Ljubljana? And we got there, and our first experience, Rory, and I'm gonna, you're gonna, you've asked me the question, what's good to do there? I'm already gonna start to something off the beaten track. Okay. All right, I'm gonna start there. I'm mixing it up, and I'll tell you why. Because our first experience, and I don't even know if you know this, our first experiences, experience in Ljubljana, where we stayed, was actually inside a prison. It was indeed. Celica Prison, C E L I C A. That is one of the only places in the world where you can actually stay at what used to be a prison, now as a hostel. Yeah. And we had an absolute ball of a time. It's right near the centre of Ljubljana. Yep. It's Six minute walk. It's seven right minute? next to a place called Metalakova. Yep. Did I pronounce that? Yeah. Yep. Metalakova, which was a military barracks. Yes. Originally. Yes. Um, and it was abandoned for a long time. But who moved in but artists and squatters? Um, and it became an art commune. And it's very central in the city of Ljubljana. And the local government have actually tried to push these squatters out. And they've been a little bit successful. They've got hold of a few buildings. But um, it's become this artist commune. There's bars, there's clubs, there's even a little museum in this area. Did you know that? I didn't know about the museum. I know the area yeah. very well. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I go there. The obviously. sculptures and painting yeah. on the outside. It seems actually a little bit dodgy and it seems dangerous, but it really isn't. It is. It's a great place to go. You want to have a drink? That's great recommendation. Recommendation: If you're having a drink there, do not play foosball. They are, for me, the world's best foosball players. (laughs) You will not score a goal. Maybe it was just the people we came across that night, but they were phenomenal. I think, Rory, whilst we're on uh, things to do, and I know we're kind of on the off the beaten path, that sort of thing, I really want to just stress on the, the number one must thing 
to do in Slovenia, you have to go to a lake 50 minutes out of Ljubljana called Lake Bled. Lake Bled. What did you what was that word you used? Mythical? Mythical, definitely. Wow. If you want this beautiful lake hugged by mountains and trees and in the middle of that is a little island with a castle yeah. and you can take a little boat ride up to. You want Do you to... know what the castle's called? No. Bled Castle. You would oh, never have guessed. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought that was a trick question. Well done. Well done. Um, also on that island, you've got Mary Pilgrimage Church. And it was a pilgrimage for hundreds of years. People would come from all over Europe to come to this church. And there's a couple of little traditions. There's 99 steps up to the church. And grooms, if they were, people were getting married, would carry their oh. wife up the stairs. Jeez, that would work your calves well, wouldn't well, it? Indeed. Do you remember, though, that in Ljubljana, when we stayed there together... I had an injury, if you recall, on my on my face. I got in my uh, very first and only fight, which I didn't participate in. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't actually join you guys to Lake Bled. No, you didn't. And we went on a beautiful bike ride around Lake Bled. Um, we didn't go out to the island. Um, yep. You can hire boats and go out, but we yep. decided to ride around the island. You, you don't need to go to the actual island. I mean, it's picturesque as it is. Um, but I, I ended up choosing, instead of friendship and going to the most beautiful... I never thought I'd go back to Slovenia. Turns out I ended up working in Slovenia for many years. I uh, decided that I'd want to watch uh, the AFL, the Australian Rules Football, Brownlow medal count. Do you remember that? I do. It's my the best and fairest player in Australian football. That, for me, was more important than Bled. But in hindsight, I should have gone. You were wrong. I was, I, it is outstanding, Lake Bled. Question mark. Question have mark. you ever uh, exclamation mark. mark? Have you ever had uh, the bled cream cake? Rory, I, look, d- is the Pope Catholic? Come on, let's let's. It, what, if you go what's to your thoughts, oh look, if you want like a creamy look, can I just before I even say my thoughts, make sure you are there in the opening hours of when the cafes and restaurants are actually open at bled because they actually open relatively late. And close relatively early. So just double check that. But you can't go to Bled without trying it. Simple as that. You tried it? Another question mark. I like that. Question mark. Yes. Yes. What, Mark, what does a cyanometer do? It records the depth of water uh, in comparison to the tectonic plates of the iron fist down below the water. Uh, If I'm not mistaken. You must be mistaken. I thought you were starting off pretty good there. It's actually an instrument that measures blueness. With the tectonic plates and iron cladding. Just, just, just leave it. Just leave it. <laughs> and the reason I say this is because in 2016, an artist, Martin Bruselli, uh, he created this Bruschelli. sculpture. Bruschelli. Mm-hmm. You know him? No. Never no. heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bruschelli. Okay. <laughs> he actually created this sculpture in Ljubljana, and it uses a cyanometer um, to measure the blueness of the sky. Yep. I think there's 52 shades it goes through. And then he's got panels on the outside that mimic the colour. And it's in the middle of Ljubljana in 2016 yep. it was built. So you go there and if it's a greyish blue, um, this sculpture will be a greyish blue. So you said there was 52 shades. I think there's 52 shades. And you mentioned it's grey. Is there 
Sean, there's not 50 shades of grey. <laughs> you're stretching. You're stretching. There. 50 shades. What else, what else is worth seeing in Slovenia? Well, certainly, look, we have a very good friend, somebody that's very close to my heart, who I've spent a lot of time with, um, that's 100% native to Slovenia, a beautiful person. Sabina, a big shout out to you. She is a big advocate for the caves. So there are caves galore all across Slovenia. And probably the most famous one is Apostonia Caves. Okay. So the drive, if you drive into Venice, yep. it's 45, 50 minutes out of Ljubljana. Yeah. Go to the caves. They have a, a little train ride that you can take all around the caves. And it's actually the oldest cave castle in the world. And it's only 45 kilometers from Venice, nice. uh, from, from Ljubljana to Venice. So highly recommend that. I would also recommend... Certainly, if you've got time, so you're going to go to the caves, do a little forest walk. Get out in the great outdoors. They have beautiful hills. They're, they're big. They're tall. Yes, they can be quite strenuous, but there's a lot that aren't and a lot where you can get stunning panoramic views. So that's probably what I would, would say to do. I would agree with you. For me, Slovenia is very similar to Switzerland and Austria in the topography um it maybe doesn't have the height of those countries with the mountains there is some high mountains yeah but overall it's it's not quite as high but it's a lot cheaper than those two countries those two countries are very expensive slovenia is a lot cheaper um so that's for me but it's also got that little mythical edge to it i do like the word mythical rory did you know you can actually climb a mountain the koa mountain yeah it's in a town called sakim s-a-q-i-m and you can also swim in the Adriatic water on the same day. Climb a mountain, swim in the water. I mean, come on. Pretty beautiful. I, and when the weather's up with that greenness, Slovenia, Rory, you, you, I get asked the question on my tours all the time. Mark, what's your favorite country to visit? Mark, I know you've done this tour a million times. You've been all around Europe. Where would you recommend? Rory, you know Switzerland's my number one. Nothing can top Switzerland. I'll tell you what, second in second place is Slovenia. For wow, me. that's a big call. It's a big call, led by, obviously, Sabina, who is so passionate about her country. Beautiful guide. So Not Rory, when I first took his there and showed his around. Okay, first of all, what did you show us? Well, you didn't come to Lake Bled. You stayed and watched the I ground. Had, I had something more pressing. But hey, look, you know, you know what, Rory? You can take a horse to water. You can't <laughs> teach him how to drink. <laughs> I um I think while we're talking about Sabina and we're talking about going to Ljubljana, Slovenia, do a walking tour, hire a local guide. Look, it won't cost you much. You'll see it all that you need to see in a day. You know, you yeah. can go out to Bled, Postonia. You can go literally just around Ljubljana. You can go up. There's a nightclub and a cafe which overlooks the whole city, which you can climb up. There's plenty to do. But let's be honest, there's not. It's not one of those places you're going to need to spend weeks and weeks. You're going to see a lot of it in a week, week and a half, and that's plenty, and you'll have an absolute ball. I've hardly heard anybody in my life that I've taken to Slovenia say a bad word about it. So for me, two places that I haven't been, and I want to go back to Slovenia for these things, and tell me if you've been, but the Slovenian coastline, it's only 46 kilometers long. I think the smallest in the world. It's one of them. I won't commit to that, but... I'm, I'm committed. You're committing. I'm committing like I have to our friendship, even though I want to end okay, it. Okay, so I've it's committed. on rocks. Well, I've committed. Okay. Doesn't matter if it's on the rocks. Um, but, yeah, you, have you seen any photos from the Slovenian coastline? 
Have you been? I have not been because it goes, if I'm not mistaken, towards Croatia, right? It's on it, that side. Italy is a, a one side and then Croatia is the other side. Yeah, I haven't seen it. No, what it is there? So there's little towns, there's little towns perched on the cliffs. Um, there's Roman ruins and it just looks like quaint little fishing harbours. Um, so I would head down there, places like Paran, Isola, um, and just see that. There's also another mountain village called Felica Planin. Planina. Yep. Um, it's, it means a big pasture plateau, and it's right up on the mountain tops, and it's this big plateau. Um, and if you want to imagine what it looks like, it's it's very similar to Narnia or Middle Earth in Lord of the Rings, Tolkien's Middle Earth. Um, you've got these small little huts. They look like hobbit huts. There, they're, the people have their local traditions, costumes, wooden shoes, raincoats made of pine shavings. Uh, they've got their own food, so they eat this hard parmesan-like cheese. Um, and it's actually funny thing: the food up there, uh, it's this hard cheese is shaped like breasts. Uh, like human breasts. Human breasts. Um, and yeah, this is. And it's naturally made in pairs. Um, and yes, yeah, so they've got little traditions. It's a bit quirky. Did you say pears meaning the fruit? Pear. No. Pears. So breasts come in pairs. Oh, two. So you're not referring to like... So a breast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> two. I heard pear. I got excited. I now want an apple. Yeah, okay. Get, you know, pear, apple. <laughs> Please, Rory, continue. Um, so, yeah, check out this town. It's hard to get up to. You can only drive a certain yep. amount of distance and then you walk. But it's called Felic Plan Planina. V-E-L-I-K-A and then space P-L-A-N-I-N-A. I'd go there, especially if you're a big Lord of the Rings fan. Yep. It is the closest thing you're going to get to Lord of the Rings yep. in Europe. Good. So, a couple of little things... Off the beaten trail. Well, anything else that stands out that you might not read in those guidebooks, Mark? Look, Rory, I, I have to go back to the caves. Yep. There are so many caves that you can go explore in Slovenia. Get on the internet. Wherever you're staying, whatever's close, whatever's convenient, find those local caves. Okay, They are fun to explore. They are safe. There is plenty to see and do. Look, Postronia is the most famous one. There's plenty more though. I, I, I'm I'm really big on that. Um I'm also look, one thing that I will say not to do, because the guidebooks are big on going up to Ljubljana Castle on top of the hill. Yeah. I I would say it's not worth your time, personally. Yeah. The views are great, don't get me wrong. Rory, you might recall that myself, you and Costa thought we were the coolest rebels on the planet. Getting that tram ride. Do you remember the little train? The free one. The the one we thought we were getting, like, being so cheeky, getting on this tram ride all the way up to Ljubljana Castle. You know, it's a, it's a six-minute journey. And we were like, you know, I think we, we even had a couple of beers in our bag and, like, drinking them on the tram, feeling so cool. Um, we thought we had, like, committed daylight robbery and we were so, you know, hip. Uh, what we have since found out is it's actually a free tram ride. It is. Which runs quite regularly. Uh, the average person will get on it, get off it, and, um, you know, just, just go about their daily business. Uh, we, we yeah, were, were probably mistaken when we thought we actually did something a little bit rebellious. But um, get that free tram ride up to the top just for the views. Don't worry about going inside the castle. In my opinion, 
Um, Rory, you mentioned about Dragon Bridge earlier. I did indeed. I mean, look, would you say it's a little bit overrated? It's definitely overrated. <laughs> it's, it's nice that it's there, but I wouldn't be spending hours would looking you, at it. Would you be spending longer than 30 seconds taking a photo? No. <laughs> look, it's, look, Slovenia has the beautiful water which goes, the river which runs through the centre of it. Outstanding. Slovenia or... Ljubljana. Yeah. And Dragon Bridge is the highlight for a lot of people to start the little walk along the river. It's um, no Sydney Harbour Bridge. It's 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 not quite as grand as a Sydney it's, Harbour Bridge. Would you say it's one tenth, one hundredth of the size? It's kind of like the 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 the, the distant cousin <laughs> of the Sydney Harbour Bridge, which nobody knows the name of the cousin, <laughs> even if the cousin's still alive. But it's cute. It's on their flag, the dragon. It's a national symbol. Um, I got to tell you a quick little story. Dude. So it, it is in the busiest part of Ljubljana, Dragon Bridge. Okay, everybody starts there. Traffic goes over the bridge nonstop. Um, as you know, I've been to Ljubljana sixty times, maybe more. Go there all the time for work for tour guiding. Uh, one of my drivers uh, had only been there, had never been there, and I asked him to pick us up, and I naturally assumed he knew where to pick us up, which was the bus station, six minute walk up the road from Dragon Bridge. He messages me and says, All right, mate, I'm at Dragon Bridge. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you in the group. He was Scottish? He was actually English. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to mention this. This driver knows who he is. I don't want to sell him under the the bus. bus. But um, he picked us up on Dragon Bridge. He, I think, was there for 10 minutes. Stopping 10 minutes at the Dragon Bridge. Stopping traffic for 10 minutes in Ljubljana. (laughs) There was... That's honking. There was, if you want to see a group of Slovenian people bond together in anger, my driver copped all of that. And for me, I was crying laughing because my passengers got the Royals Roy service getting picked up on the National Bridge, being Dragon Bridge. Convenient, not having to walk that six minutes. That driver, you are a champion. Slovenian people, I apologize for him, but it was worth it. Mark, I've got a question for you. I'm going to say one name. It's a first name. It's a sports athlete. And see if you can get who it is. And this person is Slovenian. They don't live there anymore. Yeah. If I said the name Luca. Basketball. Basketball. And what is Luca's surname? Luca's surname is Doncic. 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 He, uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he's one of the best players in the NBA. Yes. He's only been around for a couple of years. Yeah. But before that, he played in the EuroLeague. And he dominated the EuroLeague. He was the best player at 16, 17 in all of Europe. Wow. Um, and now he is playing in the NBA. There is another... There's a lot of famous Slovenian p- uh, players. Oh, they're big in basketball. Uh, Dragic is another one that comes to mind. But the country's only got 2 million people. And they're passionate, and they've got such a phenomenal basketball team. In 2017, they won the European Championships. So they were the best team in all of Europe. And that happens... Yeah, it happens every four years. Is is basketball their national sport? I don't know for sure, but I'm going out on a limb and saying yes. I know it's it's big, but it's... it's, Yeah, I would would go as far as to say it probably is, because I see... Basketball nonstop talked about everywhere. Basketball courts. That that's that's a pretty crazy thing. But as you said, in a two million person country, not only did they win the Euro Championships, but they've produced some outstanding NBA 
I mean, NBA is the pinnacle, isn't it? Yeah. You play the NBA, you've made it. I mean, I had to decline my invitation to the NBA draft oh, yeah? camp. Who who wanted to sign you up? Uh, I had the Seattle Sonics. Uh, the team that doesn't exist anymore? This was many years ago. <laughs> <laughs> of all the teams it, it you could have named, you today the one defunct team. I panicked. <laughs> I panicked. I, did Sean Kemp used to play for them? Isn't that a football player? I don't know. I I believe I believe it's a wine from the region of Banksia. No, I um yeah I I I'm impressed. So before we move on, Sedafita Olympia is the team that plays in the Euro League and is from Slovenia. Yeah. If you like your basketball, you're in Ljubljana. I would recommend go and see one of their games, and you might see the next Luka Doncic. Interesting. Rory, yes. can I tell you a fun fact about Slovenia? I do. Tell and me. it's a very controversial fact. Is it fun or just a fact? It's a fact. Just a fact. It's a fact. So we don't call it a fun fact. We don't call it... We're going to call it a random fact. A random fact. Okay. Did you know that the very first international band ever to play in North Korea was from Slovenia? No. Very controversial. Do you know the name of them? I, I do. Um, it's called... I'm probably saying it wrong. Labach, L-A-I-B-A-C-H. So look it up on YouTube. Very controversial. Very okay. controversial. We know North Korea is a very controversial country. And why did they? Why did they go there? I don't know why they were specifically selected. Yeah. Um, and I don't even know why they wanted to go. You know, yeah. but that they, they were Slovenia. I, I think that's super interesting. Yeah, I think so yeah, too. And, and comes back to what you said: two million people that live in this country. I think that's pretty crazy. Can I, Can I also tell you? I feel like you're going to give me another. Random fun fact. This one is fun. It is? It's Look, if you want to have a good time, hang with me and you're going to have a good time. Did you know, Rory? A couple of things. First of all, you know there's bears in Slovenia. Black bears? There's bears. Okay. Don't know the colour. There's bears. (laughs) They'll come and get you. So watch yourself. Okay. And the other thing I want to tell you is Slovenia has the most amount of casinos in the world. Really? Slovenia. Is that... You're, you're, you're thinking, hold on, surely America has more than Vegas. Surely the likes of Ex- Italy, these places. Slovenia. Casinos How? everywhere. Everywhere. Have you is it the most that? per capita? Most in the world. Wow, that is controversial. Very controversial. They like their gambling. But you've got to remember, when you think of casinos, I think where you're going is you're thinking the blackjack tables, you're thinking the hit them up, roll them up. I'm talking little crappy, small jukebox casino stores. They are everywhere. And And is it mainly slot machines or or table games? Slots. slots. Table games, of course, exist, but the slot machines, they are big into the gambling. Um, Yeah, you'll notice that actually when you're driving through, you'll see casinos everywhere. And did you know that the first teacher, you know beekeeping? Yep. First person that actually like invented, showed how to do it was Slovenian. Wow. Absolutely. There you go. I am here to educate not only the listeners, but also my melon man com- com- comrade here over to my right-hand side. Well, it is time to educate the people with our weekly melon rating for Slovenia. It's time. Uh, so we're going to start off with the people. How many melons do the people of Slovenia get? I Out of four. I'm sorry, Rory. Look, as always, you're right. Not five, not six. It's four. It's four melons. It's led by Sabina. 
Yep. Superstar Angel, so accommodating. They're all Sabina, as as unique as you are, you're not as unique as the Slovenian people are, because they are so nice like Sabina. I'm gonna give them three point five melons. Wow. And you? Uh, I would say a three. They are solid, yep. warm people. And they speak English very well. They do. I will I will agree with you there. What about entertainment? Entertainment, one point five. One point five. Melons, yep. Why is that? It's not their strong suit. Okay. okay. Your entertainment. Look, nature, sure. Plenty to do, plenty to see. When I think entertainment, I think attractions. I think museums. I think places to go and be entertained. Slovenia is not the place. More I, I, I would say a two. Yeah. Uh, I agree with you on some some things, but I think for the size of the country, um, there is enough to do. Yeah. And it's well worth visiting. Uh, food. What about the Slovenian food? I mean, look, the Slovenian food, they're big on their sausages, pork cracklings. They're big on their sweets, their creamy kind of sweets. Um, their breads, their kind of gnocchi looking. Hearty food. Quite hearty. And it's they... a blend of the countries around them. Yes. Absolutely. The exactly. There's a mixture it. of Croatian, Italian. Hungarian. I mean, they, they have these donuts. Have you heard of the Trojan donuts? I have. Very famous there. Um, they're quite good. And they make and sell an astonishing ten to fifteen thousand donuts per day. Wow. Okay. Um, that being said, not their strong suit. Cuisine. No. No. I'm bringing it down a couple of notches. Not a big fan, Rory. Um, I'm sorry, Sabina. I'm sorry, Slovenia. I'm giving you one point five, pushing on a two because it is good. It's just not great because when I'm in Europe, I want food to be high on my bucket list. The standard is pretty food. high. The standard's yeah. high. The yeah. wine's good. Rory, I'm sorry. I forgot Stop to... the bus. Don't miss the bus. <laughs> While we're at it, stop it. Rory, what am I doing? What? Tell me. The wine. Forget the wine. That's your strong suit, Mr. Connoisseur. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Like petal t- nose over there. Your palate just... It, it stings the palate in a good way. The best beer, Rory, is Slovenian beer. Wow, that's a big call. Rory, you know I like my beers. Yeah. And what do you recommend for the listeners? Get your pens out. Stop what you're doing. Those people at work, those people that are on, you know, turning the clogs on the train line, you know, saving lives, whatever. Training? (laughs) Turning the clogs on the train lines. (laughs) How many (laughs) many train mechanics are listening to this podcast? I I thought that was our niche market. (laughs) You know, trains getting around from country to country. So stop turning those knobs, train engineers, okay? Put the knobs down. Sit down. The beer of choice is the green goddess of beer, because it's a green can, Lashko. L-A-S-K-O. My Slovenian friends know the first thing I do when I get to Slovenia, once I've got my passengers in the hotel, got them up to their rooms, having a good time, I go to the supermarket, I buy as many Lashkos as I can physically carry, I bring those Lashkos into my room, I then the next day will put it on the bus, in the fridge, remember, don't miss the bus, and I'll have that Lashko, those are beers, all throughout my time traveling Europe. Delicious beer, Lashko. It's a lager. Nice. Yep. Very nice. Good recommendation. So food, uh, are we giving it a bump up with the beer? Does... The beer pumps it up an extra, and I'm going to, this is controversial, an extra not, an extra melon. A whole melon. The beer's that good, Rory. I'm giving it, look, I'm going to give the food a two with the Lasco. I'm bumping it up just for that beer. Three. Three wow. melons. 
And our final rating is value for money. What do you think, value for money, how many melons would you give Slovenia? I'm going to give it a four melons. A four melons? Four melons. Value it is, it is, it's cheap. It's cheap. It's, it's easy to get to. You've got Croatia around you, you've got Italy around you. You yeah. talked even about that Austria. small coastline, Austria. It's four melons for me. I think it is a hidden gem in Europe. Yeah. And the people, the food's okay, as I mentioned about the beer. Plenty to do nature-wise. Go in summertime. Wintertime, it doesn't have a buzz. Go in summer and you'll have a ball. So four melons for me. I'm going with a, a three and a half. I agree with you, but it's not for me value for money of Spain. Um, yep. But it is right up there. No, fair call. And that's all we've got time for this week. Remember to join us next week. And if you need your weekly dose of Don't Miss the Bus, tune in to our Facebook and Instagram pages, Don't Miss the Bus podcast, um, and look at some of the pictures from Slovenia. Slovenia.